comfortable. They are not comfortable. Like, my feet fall asleep. Well, that's because you're letting them dangle. There are rungs on it. Yeah, I prop my again. legs up on the rung. Oh my, my pants God. are slippery. I love your pants, though. They're like um, Olivia Newton-John's Thank in you. Greece. That's what I was yeah. going They're fantastic. <laughs> I got chills. They're multiplying. Oh, Anyway, and welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I am your co-host, Michael C. Macbeth. Joel. It's Joel. I'm Joel Adam Chavez. Uh, so, how are you guys doing today? How are you doing? I, I, I'm, I, I'm good. You're good? <laughs> Michael, how's the show going? Uh, what? Oh, um, good, I assume. I heard that uh, you were switching out one of the lead actresses. I was, in fact. What show are we talking about? You're in Kiss Me Kate right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Candlelight. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the, the character who sings the Tom, Dick, or Harry song, the actress, is switching out for the rest of the run. Oh, and I'm taking over her spot. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> <clears throat> professional swing right here. That's how I roll. It's not what's happening. I, do, I have no idea what's happening. Literally just the, the, one actress is leaving and another actress is coming in. Does okay, she cool. have too much Tom, Dick, and Harry? Oh! oh. Burn! Yikes. Yes. yes Joel, Queen. how's how's the painting been? How's, how are your sets for the producers coming along? I, I, I know that you guys are in the theater already, so... I was actually hoping to talk about my love of reality tv but um yeah um painting you know you brush and stroke and good lord (laughs) i i i I don't know is that what you were looking for where's the producers going up how have i not heard of this I know um, Jester's is doing producers. I don't actually know where it's going up, but... Um, that's what she said. Joel, I know you've been painting it. Oh, So anyways, what have you guys been watching? Um, well, I have been watching uh, The Office, which I know everybody else in the world has watched The Office, mm-hmm. and I have not. And so I'm on season seven, late season seven. Holly, well... I don't know if well spoilers. It's been nine years. Okay, if they haven't seen it by now, I think you can. Yeah. Give them so spoilers. Holly and Michael just moved to Colorado, and I'm very happy for them, but also a little bit like sad that like Michael Scott can get a spouse and I can't. So that's fun. <clears throat> oh. Existential crisis saying it's cool, and I just started watching Westworld this morning, so that's interesting. Oh. How are you feeling about that so far? So far, I really dig it. I think it's uh, really an interesting concept. There's only one season of that out so far, correct? Uh, there's only one season on demand, so I think so, yeah. I have not watched that yet. It's pretty good. I would recommend it. There's a lot There's a lot of um, uh, nudity, so I'm. Uh, it's uncomfortable sometimes, but it's, oh, it's good. Oh, I know. You've never, seen, you've never seen a titty in real life? Not in real life, nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Joel, cool. what have you been watching? I've been watching Unreal. Are you familiar with Unreal? I mean, it's not really. I, I, it's a a farcical, not really mock up of reality TV. Is that like a Frozen farce? <laughs> <laughs> a farcical oh. getting. <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> It's uh, 
good. Actually, the acting is really good. It has um, Sherry Appleby and what is uh, Constance Zimmerman. And basically, they play really vile human beings who are the producers of a fictitious dating show. And I mean, it is they are horrible human beings. And I love it. This sounds incredible. What it's is incredible. Called? It's called Unreal. It's on Lifetime. And it is so good. Is it like... I, I'm not gonna lie. I looked at my phone. I got distracted. So you're good. What? So is it like a real reality show, or is it like a pretend scripted reality? Yes, scripted show. Yeah, it's a scripted show that attempts to show. That's a lot of lots of shows. Lots of shows. It's yeah. It's kind of giving you a fictitious behind the scenes look at something like The Bachelorette. Only oh this gosh. fictitious show is called, I think, like Ever After or something like that. <laughs> and or Enchanted After, some some such nonsense. And it's I feel it's like so you're just good. taking different movie titles and trying to blend them into <laughs> one. <laughs> you Enchanted need to watch it, so the after acting after. is unreal. <laughs> this and sounds amazing. Even, it's really, it's a lifetime show. I'm not going to lie. I was a little embarrassed to, to discover it was a lifetime TV show, but it's so good. What? I mean... Dance Moms is a Lifetime TV show. There's lots is of it? good things on yeah. Lifetime. Dan- Dance Moms was on <laughs> Lifetime. Dang. The internet ruined my life. That's a good one sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that. She made. She's a female game designer. Why does my mic keep going this way? It's rude. Stay. I think you need to tighten the thingy on the top. That's the thingy on the top. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to destroy this. And it's going to fall and it's going to make an unpleasant sound. Oh, no, I fixed it. Yay. Cool. Yay. All right, cool. Uh, Yay, what were you we talking did the about? thing. I did the thing. TV shows on Lifetime. <clears throat> and So the internet ruined my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's this chick and she like she was this, she made a, a really popular video game. I want to say it's Overwatch, but I'm probably wrong. And they like doxed her. And shit like all these like internet male trolls came out and they were like ladies can't make video games and they like doxed yeah. her and she had to move and then they doxed her again and then like they 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 did the thing where they called the SWAT team and stuff <gasps> like that's so fucked up when they so do that fucked up yeah oh my gosh yeah all Have because you she heard was about like, that kind of thing I've heard of it happening with that one woman the first time I didn't realize it was like an ongoing saga oh yeah, yeah. I mean it's a thing well just like with the SWAT team that's just a thing that they will do to just anybody when just if you piss them off they'll send the SWAT team yeah. to your house and it's the SWAT so... team has to like follow up on that mm-hmm. so you're just chilling in your house you know in your underwear watching movies or shit playing and a video game and yeah. SWAT team just busting your house swats in. Wow. swats in yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't even imagine this it's super fucked up it sounds super fucked up yeah that's um, is the worst I'm also watching this show called Royal the Royals the Royals? The Royals. Yes. Sounds awesome. It's so good. It's on E. It's scripted. And it's a fictitious look at a royal, at the royal British family, but like not the actual British family. So well, the matriarch instead of QE2 is um, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, okay. And uh, there's also, she has three younger kids and they're, you know, they're twins and one is a cokehead and the other one is like has middle child syndrome. And then the oldest died, but did he? But oh, oh my God. And then the king was killed and he was murdered and they found out it was this one dude. And then, oh my God, the intrigue. It's so trashy and fabulous. Those are I best. love trashy fabulous. Yeah. Um. I have been watching this new oh, yeah. show on Netflix. It's Tell a Netflix me. original. It's called Nailed It. 
I keep seeing that popping up on my Netflix. Oh my gosh, it is incredible. They take people who think that they're bakers at home, like they have a passion for baking, but they're not great. <laughs> and they bring them into the studio and it's, I mean, it's a Netflix original, it's very new, so it's not very high quality yet, but they show them, like they do a first mini challenge and they're like, okay, you each get to pick like whichever cake pop or whatever you're doing, but they have to replicate it. So they get the they get the recipe, but they have to replicate it, and they have like certain amounts of times. And then the final challenge is like they do essentially a big cake, and they can either call for help and have like one of the professional chef, chefs help them for three minutes. But my favorite thing is the host; she's just like this sassy woman. And you can pre- if you completely fucked up the first challenge and you need extra help, you get this button. And it has her face on it. And she just goes and annoys the other competitors for three minutes to distract them. That's amazing. Everything they ever produce is such a steaming pile of feces. It is so bad. (laughs) And they always have to unveil it. And they're just like, nailed it. (laughs) It is cool, though. There's uh, a woman from Fort Collins on the show. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Uh, I recommend it. It's so bad and so good. <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing. Tonight. Yeah, it's like the opposite of Iron Chef. It's like yeah, it's, a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> well, like as I'm watching it, I'm like, I could do that. I could make these flowers out of fondant. No, oh, fuck, I couldn't. This is, like, I couldn't. this is exactly what those people thought when they came on here. There's one guy, and he's like, eh, I don't need a recipe, and so he just makes his own creation, and it's such a shit show. It's it's incredible. <laughs> you should watch it. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, beyond that, I haven't had a ton of time. I've been doing, I've had a lot going on and working on a lot of projects that can't quite talk about all of them yet. But as per usual. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I've been busy, so I haven't had a ton of time to yeah. watch a lot of television. No, I feel you. I'm busy too with my massage business and doing shows and <laughs> going to Florida. And yeah. Things. How yeah. was Florida? Did you come back married? No, not this time. <laughs> okay. We were taking bets. I did go sure. to a gay nightclub, though, with a friend of ours, who I think we talked about last week, so we can name drop Josh Nelson. Went oh. to a gay nightclub with him. That was fun. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, feel like I've been left out of the loop. Sorry, I've been busy painting my... my uh, set pieces and Mm -hmm. going to shows oh speaking of shows i did go see fun home oh how was that at midtown yes nice how was was it i i i was busy walking around upstairs i don't know insert crickets (laughs) i have no words and and you know who i ran into when i was up there who maya oh okay i get it how is she that was a good joke. I haven't seen her in a long time. Feels feels like she forever. was she was enjoying the show. So I was busy talking to people up there. So okay. I don't know if she enjoyed the show. I don't know mm. if I enjoyed the show. Oh, good yeah. to know. Luckily, out of all of your impressions, I think your Maya impression is spot on. I think we need to hear your Maya impression though. Okay, hold on. Okay, <clears throat> we have to let let him get into character. Hey guys, what's up? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It's like, it's like she was in the room with us right now. Maya, oh, is that you? Oh my god. Well, wow, yes, is it is. Such a... What are you doing here? <laughs> this, I am impressed. You could hey, take CJ. this uh, impression on the road. You, you really, really like to be called Charles on the air. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Charles. Hey, Charles. Charles. Hey, Joseph. Michael. Hey. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to my regular voice now. Okay. 
Meredith. Bye, Maya. It was nice to talk to you. Bye, guys. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. So, moving on. okay, I, I, I have a question for you guys. Okay. Between Stanley Kubrick, Martin Scorsese, or Steven Spielberg, who is the better one? I don't know any movies by any of those people. I... That's not surprising. <laughs> Do you have any examples? Of yeah, I need examples done? for movies. What has Stanley Kubrick done? Um, he did Eyes Wide Shut. Haven't seen it. He did 2001 A Space Odyssey. Haven't seen it. He did Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. Um, how about who wore it best? Three-piece suit. Go. Oh. Okay. okay. Steven Spielberg's suit. It's whatever. It's fine. I don't like that. I'm the only person doing the Googling. Well, I am currently I know Googling what they right look now, like. Charles. So, well, I asked you to pull one up so that we could all, I could see it. I've oh, got so Martin Scorsese. Each... She has sti- uh, I have Spielberg. Oh, okay. Um, well, Kubrick's also dead. So he's Is probably he? wearing it much better right now. Six feet under. <laughs> that Zombie. sounds zombies. Like it. I like it. Decomposition what joke. Movies has <laughs> Martin Scorsese done. Silence, 2016. That's good a picture fellas. of the suit. Martin Scorsese. I need to, he did I the would, Gangs I'm of not, New York. He did the Gangs of New York. Oh, and that was a good movie. Some oh, other things. Island. He really likes um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Wolf of Wall Street. That was him. Okay. Cool. Was that okay? Looks like it. I'm not saying if he put it better in their in their movies. If they've worn it, I best. know. That's what well, I was I'm asking. Trying to decide of. who so is, is the best director is, here because I don't know. That's not him in a suit. I need. I yeah. I think I need him in a suit. That's the point. He doesn't wear a three-piece suit. Oh, is he, like, too cool for three-piece suits? He has a whole professor. He has a whole professorial thing kind of going for him. I'm just going to go with Steven Spielberg across the board. I don't know. Martin Scorsese's got this, like, Silver Fox shit going on, and it's pretty cool. Changed my mind. Oh. Oh, it is a tight race. And they're also both alive, so there's that. Yeah, Yeah, dead and decomposing Okay, so here's here's another question. Mm -hmm. A, A similarity that they all share. Glasses. Who wore it best? Oh, definitely. Scorsese. Yeah, Martin Scorsese. He's styling and profiling, especially with those eyebrows, man. Right? He's got, yeah, like nice, bushy, full eyebrows. Like, it works. What We're a dish. Work it, it, man. What a dish. I like that. <laughs> He's actually super adorable. I kind of want him to be my uncle. Uncle Is that Martin? weird? Can yes. you take me to one of your movie premieres, please? <sighs> uncle Martin, can I play with your Oscar? That sounds really <laughs> dirty. I don't, know what you're oh. I don't know how I feel about that. If I was a child and my uncle had won an Oscar award, do you think that I would not be practicing my own Oscar speeches all the time with it? It's okay, speaking of Oscars, did you hear about Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet? I saw this on like the Graham Norton show. No. And apparently she puts her Oscar in the loo. It's in the bathroom, like on the back of the toilet or some such thing. And she's like, because you know everyone wants to practice their Oscar speech. So someone goes and you know what someone's <laughs> oh been doing if they go in. And she's like doing this with like her bro- proper British accent. And she's like, yeah, so people come out of the loo and you know they they were only going to go take a pee, but they've been in there for five minutes and they come out. <laughs> and I'm like, so how was your Oscar speech? <laughs> That's brilliant. And it I really mean, is. Yeah, like true confession time. I would 100% do that. Honestly, that's so cool. Like, I wish I had friends who won Oscars. Like, if I ever won one, that's where it would go. I know. Absolutely. Also, I pee constantly. All the time. So I would just get to look at it all the time. <laughs> you yeah. would, like, live in the bathroom. I pretty much already do. <laughs> okay. So this would not be abnormal for you. It would just be an additional thing. Yeah. Just, it's great. 
All right. All right. What's next? uh, So I've got a six degrees for you. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, So if you haven't listened to the show before, the rules of six degrees are simple. You know, I have the two actors, link them together. Uh, You need to know the name of the actor, the name of the movie. Uh, You can use television as well, but you can't use large cast ensembles like Saturday Night SNL or 30 Rock. Okay. So Michael and Joel. Okay. For you today, I would like you to connect Robin Williams. Okay. To Renee Zellweger. Okay. I'm okay. going to give you, um, I'll put uh, five minutes on the clock. Uh, and while you two are deliberating, we will take a brief word from our sponsors. Cool. Okay. All right. So Robin Williams to, who are we connecting it to? Renee Zellweger. To Renee Zellweger. He was in. Hey friends, this is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. So, if this is your first time around these parts, welcome. Are you a hugger? We have lots of those around here. If you are a regular, you know the deal. I think you are an absolutely beautiful person and smell like sunshine. If you'd like to add to the show, we would love for you to do that. Send in any questions you have for us on any of our social medias, or send them into podcast at somethingrandommedia.com. If you get the chance, you should definitely check out our other two shows, Working Out the Kinks and Talk and Roll, both of which are absolutely fantastic, and I can't recommend them enough. Search for either on your podcast app of choice. As always, thanks again for checking out the show, and I love you. It's okay. I'm not very much help with this. So Okay, so we didn't been, solve it. It's been seven minutes. Okay. okay. So you guys didn't solve it. That's um, okay. <clears throat> so what I had is Renee Zellweger was in Chicago. Oh, oh, Chicago. Damn. Uh, we yep. have John C. Riley, who is mm-hmm. Amos. Oh, he's been in everything. Who was in Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore, who was in The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. who was in Shakes the Clown with Robin Williams. Boom. Never there it is. seen that, so I oh. wouldn't have done that. I've not seen Shakes the Clown, but that was a good one. Yeah, that I thought good. for sure you guys would be like, oh, Renee Zellweger was in Chicago. Yeah, and then- of anybody <laughs> here. I don't know why. Um, and then had gone from there. But Well, right. I... I I don't like Chicago. I mean, that sounds about typical. That's, I'm not surprised. Nobody asked you, though. <laughs> uh, so for your punishment, I'm not going to really make it a punishment because it's a movie I want you all to, to watch anyway. Okay. Mm. I want you all to watch Get Over It. Get Over It. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Not Get Out, but Get no, Over yeah, It. Yeah, Get Over It. Get Over okay. It. Okay. It's... My favorite movie. Is it on Netflix? I think so. If not, I have a copy. Okay. Um, basically, it's a musical. Ver- it's a high school is putting on a musical version of a Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh my god! But it's also the story of a Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, but yeah, it's just the cast. It's a show within a show. Yeah, but the cast is incredible. Yeah, it's Kirsten Dunst, uh, Martin Short, Cisco, Vitamin C, Carmen Electra. All the people you named earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that will be cut out. So, uh, get over it is not on Netflix. However, the Bring It On movies are. so. Can we talk about Rise? Well, you can talk about Rise. I, I haven't watched Rise it, is. but I've heard quite... Oh, so it's the TV show that's basically done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. What? And it's produced by him, and basically it's a bunch of high school... It's like Glee, but like gentrified. Okay. If you can gentrify Glee anymore <laughs> and stereotype it anymore, but yeah, yeah it's um, it's on NBC, ABC, I don't know, and all of these theater nerds on um, the Book of Faces are losing their ever-loving minds about it in not a good way. 
Like, it is so far removed from reality, and I think people are like, Lin-Manuel Miranda, you have disappointed us greatly. No. I mean, to be fair, I don't always trust other people's opinions, because everybody thought La La Land was the best movie to ever be made. La La Land was a steaming pile of garbage. It made me... I third that feeling. I almost walked out of the theater. It was so so bad it was crap like the one thing i was completely invested in which was their relationship with spoilers but it's a garbage movie so don't watch it anyway but like the one thing i was invested in was their relationship and then they don't end up together but then they do this like shitty like this awful alternate ending alternate dream sequence it made no sense like it was was stupid like commit like (laughs) what a cop out commit to your stupid ending like I agree. The, the The plot was stupid. The music was stupid. The singing was weak ass. And if you're going to auto-tune, at least auto-tune well. Right. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say, visually, it was enjoyable. I'm not saying the dancing was any good, no. but like visually, the panoramas From and the, stuff the like the that, that was, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. artistic, pleasant. Fem- cinematic, cinematic mm-hmm. standpoint. But yeah, I felt that Requiem for a Dream <laughs> had a love child with Amelie. Neither and that I've love seen. child <laughs> was the last five years, but then it got dropped on its head as a baby, <laughs> and it was just a disappointment of something that could have been great, and really it was just, I could have eaten a box of movies and shit out a better story. <laughs> yeah. How, it was an ice cream cone of sadness. It was, so, like, tell me how you really feel about that, Charles, <laughs> it was horrible. It was it was utter garbage. It was I would agree. Trash. It was so not good. <sighs> so anyway, moving anyway, on. Moving on. <laughs> What's the next thing? It's the next thing me? Nah. Okay. No, that's that's Joel. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Joel, are get there on it, any then. good speaking of nice segue, are there any good romance movies out there? Can we just like talk about that for a minute? The <laughs> last 5 years. Yes, because even though they don't end up together, it's still beautiful. And and let's talk about that for a sec, because relationships don't always have to be we're going to be together forever mm-hmm. or we're going mm-hmm. to break up. Like, why can't we just appreciate it for what it is and what we've experienced and what we've grown through? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the magic and the beauty of the last five years. I cry from the first note to- until two hours after I've finished watching the movie. It is so good. <laughs> You're it tearing up right now. Perfect. Michael. It's uh-huh. so good. I don't know what to do. It's so good. I haven't finished watching it. I, I have to say, I just get interrupted all the time. You know, I have to go like paint You're going to go home and you're going to watch it yeah. tonight. I do have my feelings about some of the vocal choices Anna Kendrick makes in the actual movie version. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that I've ever seen. Well, which I mean, that's the only well, like, yeah. movie version. Um, Jeremy Jordan is a god. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> but as the character, she does the character very well. Yes. There, yeah, there's just a couple vocal choices that are yeah that she does the hard r's the hard r that she does every time Mm. but i do think it's i I do like that she made a choice and she stuck with it Mm -hmm. because everybody's familiar with the broadway cast soundtrack and to do the same exact things the same exact way it would just it would just sound like a bad a bad parody of it Mm kind of like in the it in the new it movie Mm. a lot of people had beef with bill skarsgård and his it versus the original Pennywise, whoever Pennywise, it was. Uh, t- Tim Curry versus mm. Tim Curry. And I'm like, you can't do Tim Curry mm. because it would look like a bad yeah. copy. Right. You know, you have to do your own thing. So, yeah, I agree with you. She made some interesting. I mean, they both did. I love oh, Jeremy yeah. Jordan. But there were some riffs that I didn't love as much as the originals. But there were also some things. I mean, I did. I it, watch it. But yeah, but you can hear every emotion in Jeremy Jordan's voice and... 
you know, mm-hmm. it sends those tickles to a nice little place. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, know what I mean. I really liked Shape of Water. I thought that was a great romance movie. Have you all ever seen, seen it? it? You yeah. haven't seen it? That, no. Uh, yeah. Have you seen, I know you've seen that mashup where the shape of water theoretically happens at the same time as hairspray. What? What? In, like, this is a new I thing. I have not seen oh, that. Yeah. So and, like, it's canon. Like around, it's a, both, they're both in like 1962-ish. Hairspray and the shape of water are happening at the same time, like in the same area. <laughs> That's awesome. Like they're in like Baltimore? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Shape of Water is set in Baltimore. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's like, as Tracy Turnblad is like, good morning, Baltimore. Like there's the fish sex happening next door. Like, <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. So Some, is now, that that you, now that you talk about it, I think I remember. It was like a written yeah, like, tweet. Reading that. Thing. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> but, I need to find that. But okay. So here's the thing. People have, I don't know what beef people have with Shape of Water. Bestiality. This, well, you know. No, to each his own. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure what it's illegal. illegal. Tell us, if Joel, it's a fish god, come on now. I think that's illegal still um, in most states. It's illegal in most but, states. So here's the thing. He... Uh, the 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 issue that people have aside from the bestiality... So when I was watching this, I found that it would... Go, you know, the, from the first note, it was so wonderful. And then, like five minutes in, as like the credits and stuff, you know how the opening credits happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, I'm in love with the music here." Alexandra Desplat, that popped up, and I'm like, "I love this movie already." So Guillermo del Toro did an awesome job with the music that he chose for this. And you know, I felt like that that really put it on a really solid footing. And the story was very. The romance between the two characters, although the honestly the fish acting was better than Sally Hawkins and um, you know that notwithstanding, um, the fish acting was better. But I found that the actual romance and the story around which uh, Guillermo del Toro Toro um, constructed it was very it was it was super romantic and not in like a schmaltzy kind of way. It was very like tender schmaltzy schmaltzy. Is that so, ten can, point can where you use, I mean, you did use it in a, in a sentence. <laughs> can you, you define it? it in a different sentence? <laughs> in a so different schmaltzy is that, you know please. saccharin. Like overly sweet. Okay. Okay. Oh. I was like, that's another word I don't know. <laughs> overly sweet, and you're okay. just like, oh, that's so sweet. Gross. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't like that. I cool. don't think I've ever thought something was too sweet in my life. In my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she oh. said. Yes. Well done. I did read a thing. I believe it was on Tumblr that said that the shape of water. Is essentially the movie Splash. Which I did see have that. I've seen Splash. <laughs> That's funny. It's got uh, it's got Tom Hanks in it. I think, right? Yeah, it does. Could oh, you could you give oh, us your oh, Tom okay. Hanks impression there, let Joel? Me, let me <clears throat> clear my throat a little bit. Madison, Madison, where's Madison? Is this? It's, <laughs> it's, a it's great Tom Hanks impression. That was so good, Joel. You it should take that Splash. on the road. Was it was from Splash. I, really I recognize the name Madison. But uh, Shape of Water is, in fact, very much like Splash, except for it's more romantic and it's kind of you and know, less like cheesy. Mm-hmm. And she's not a mermaid. Correct. <laughs> yeah. It's, and and it's it doesn't as, have Tom Hanks. It's not and, slapstick. That's yeah. the thing. Like Splash had a lot of slapstick, but there are a lot of uh, a lot of similarities. Nice. It's, it's like your quintessential eighties 
movie. Right. I which, loved it. Speaking of quintessential 80s movies, mm-hmm. I have a How It, Should, How it Shouldn't Have Ended. Oh, I don't oh. get to talk about my romance movie. Oh, okay. Well, All right. Yeah, let's I, sorry. It was the perfect segue, but it continue. Was. Go for no. it. Please tell us about your romantic movie. Uh, Love and Basketball. Oh, is that with Sanaa Lathan in it and uh, some dude? Um, some dude it's probably one of my all time favorite movies just because it goes through their relationship as a friendship and they're not I mean it's kind of what you were saying with last five years where it's not I mean spoil I mean it came out like 25 years ago so if you Um, haven't seen it yeah cry about Um, it but I mean I actually think a lot of people haven't um, because it's a predominantly black movie so a lot of people in this area probably have not seen it that's true but yeah they have their ups and their downs and they're both with different people at different times. Like it's my favorite romance movie. Um, also, there's nothing like an early 90s sex scene where the, like the slowed like R&B starts Ooh, playing. So many babies and they just, were like, conceived to R&B. Yeah, and it's like hands up the back of the body and you just see the, oh my gosh, it quintessential in early 90s. Which like... Mm. Boys to men, man. Yeah, some like boys to men. Like that's how I learned about sex. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well. I mean, I, you still don't know I, much about it. Yeah, but. I wasn't. I had to close my eyes on so those parts. It but. does have Sanaa Lathan in it. Yeah. It was in two thousand. And by the way, when I googled it, I just googled Sanaa Lathan, and apparently there is like some beef going on between her and Beyonce. Oh shit! She and pissed off the queen bee. It's, no, not even that. The question is whether or not she bit the queen bee. She I bit hope, the queen bee. I hope she bit the queen bee. Please tell me she bit the queen bee. Um, hold up. That's incredible. I am I like the only person who doesn't like Beyonce? I don't. Um, I like her. I, I'm not as obsessed with her as the masses. Dude, but Love and Basketball isn't on Netflix either. No. Uh, I have it on VHS. Oh, oh cool. my God. Well, that's completely oh, wait, wait, useless. Wait. No, I recently bought it on DVD. Oh, look okay, at cool. you. I forgot. Joining the rest because, of us. Because right, I got that on DVD when I got my Grease Grease 2 combo pack. Oh, oh nice. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I love Grease 2. So, um, yeah. I do too. For the record, I, Charles Joseph Kelly, love Grease 2. I, Michael C. McBeth, have no beef with Grease 2, and I think it is a national treasure. And can we just like, you know, this triumvirate kind of seal the deal and say Grease 2 is in fact better than Grease 1? It is. In a different way. I don't think they're even on the same planet. They really aren't. But But it's so good. (laughs) Women are from Mars. Men are from Venus. No, men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. (laughs) Sorry, I get them. I have a penis. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. um, I would just like to explain really fast what just happened. Bob's burgers. Michael and I just had a moment (laughs) and we high-fived. Yeah, oh, wow. You, did, and you didn't miss. We didn't we miss. Didn't but just miss. since the job. listeners can't see what we're doing, I just oh, yeah. needed to let everybody That's know amazing. what's happening here in the studio. Right. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> that, the, uh, I, <laughs> I Michael is doing his thing again, oh, where geez, he Michael. limbos slowly, slowly under the microphone. You did it! I did it again! <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, I pulled up the headline uh-huh. on people.com. Oh, that's oh. a reputable source. It is. Um, and the headline is, Actress Sanaa Lathan denies she bit Beyonce. <laughs> of course although, she does. <laughs> although report claims she did. And it involves, you're going to love this, listeners. Oh my God. It involves... Chrissy Teigen and Tiffany Haddish because apparently they were there. Okay, and there's a hashtag for this. A hashtag? The hashtag hashtag is who bit Beyonce. Oh my (laughs) god, that's incredible. 
people. How is that this a is, thing? How have I not heard about this Welcome yet? Welcome to Google and the things you didn't know. When did she... Bite okay, her. so let me. I would fully own, for the record, I would fully own if I bit Beyonce and be like, yeah, I sure did. That girl's been in this mouth. She- <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the, it's the funny article reads. Because it has many meanings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that could have been. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for that explanation um, there. Thank you. The <laughs> hashtag Hoop It Beyonce conspiracy continues. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Is it a conspiracy? I know, right? Though Chrissy Teigen and Tiffany Haddish remain tight-lipped about revealing the identity of the actress who allegedly sunk her teeth into Queen Bee at Jay-Z's December concert after party in Los Angeles, a new report claims the unnamed celebrity is Love and Basketball Star Love and Basketball Star Samal Lathan. <laughs> Gets better. It was not an aggressive bite. It was playful and non-invasive. But, oh gosh. but <laughs> caught Beyonce off guard, according to TMZ sources she's, on she's Tuesday. She just got a little nibble Gently in there. Gently placed like, her oh. mouth on. Does it say where she bit Beyonce? Hold up. Let's see. <laughs> the site Wait, also... let's take bets. I'm betting left shoulder. Um, I'm... Oh, dang it. That's a good one. That's a good bet. I'm going to say right... Bicep. That's like the tricep area, right? Yeah. Outer arm. Outer arm. Okay. I'm gonna say her booty because it's bootylicious. Peyton, do you have a? Do you have a, a, a bet? No. Okay. No. Okay. Where would you like to bite Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's blushing. He's blushing. He's blushing. Everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Oh. Everywhere. He says everywhere. Okay. I think mean, I get it. I get it. Respect. Respect. So it says. Um, oh. I'll get to this in a second. The site also reported that Lathan, 46, was, quote, talking to Jay-Z in a way that made Beyonce uncomfortable. So she and, bit quote, Leading the mother of three, 36, to confront Lathan, who, quote, brushed off any insinuation of inappropriate conduct and then gave her a jokey bite. However, no further information in this article, but under four more people from uh, more from people.com. If you go down a couple of articles, well, the fourth article listed is Tiffany Haddish defends herself from Beyonce fans after saying Singer was bitten in the face. In the face? In the face? That's aggressive. Well, like, how do actually nibble? Be, be aggressive that takes on a whole new meaning <laughs> in this situation. I mean, honestly, I think that makes Joel mostly right because it was a cheek, just a different cheek. It just yeah. was a different cheek. Yeah. All right. Well, Joel, there you go. And uh, Chrissy How do you Teigen. playfully nibble somebody in the face? Oh, I'm, I'm going to start doing I mean, that. Just, like, Come here. Let me just nibble on your nose. Nibble, nibble, nibble. I mean, like, how does that happen? And how do you like, how does that catch you off guard? Because I feel like you would see that <laughs> you coming. You see an open mouth coming like, towards you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. So like Daily Beast, TMZ, L. Jezebel, they're like all reporting on this. The Daily Mail, Elite Daily, Pop I'm a Sugar. little upset I haven't heard this about this This is so yet. recent, you guys. There's a CNN article from like this, like an hour ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this is like brand new. But the fight, apparently the biting happened in December, but like oh. it's blowing up now. How is anyone even allowed to get close enough to bite Queen Bee's face? That's I a, mean, that's yeah. a legit question. Seriously, Jeez. I don't care who you are. I feel like she would not let you that close. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's just yeah. Um so anyway, we were a bit off topic. Yeah, we oh, yeah. have gone down the rabbit hole. So Michael, you were going to say something and it had to do with like the 80s or something. Oh yeah, no, I had a perfect segue into how it shouldn't have ended and then Charles oh, ruined it, but that's fine. I did. Um so how it shouldn't have ended this week. Uh back to the future. How should it not have ended? Oh. Give me an alternate ending for back to the future. And, and how it should not have ended? Yeah, there's always the obvious that like 
he does fuck his mom and then just ceases to exist. <laughs> would he That's cease disgusting. to exist or would he come back with like four it, noses? I mean, I do, because well, he well, would, so if he if he'd be he his had own sex with dad. his own mother, it, right? Then like, it would create a time paradox. He would not because his dad would not have impregnated his mom. Therefore, he would not have existed to have sex with his mom in the first place, unless he impregnated her. <laughs> and <laughs> but then, then it wouldn't be became, Marty McFly. It wouldn't be Marty McFly that came back in time to impregnate her because yeah. he never existed in the first place. Time paradox doesn't so the, work. Uh, yeah, but, movie just ends. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that movie just ends. It just goes to black. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. So because you were assuming that he impregnated her, and the fact is, we know that Marty's mom did not get pregnant with Marty at the uh, whatever under the sea. Be- she just wouldn't have wound up with McFly. She would have wound up with someone else, but not that's... necessarily Marty, because Marty would have to gone back. So it's possible she would have wound up with Marty McFly because she was left bereft and heartbroken because her son. Who she didn't know was her son, Calvin Klein, because Calvin Klein disappeared. Right. So like, oh, yeah. I'm in a shambles. So Marty, like, or Daddy McFly, whatever his name Daddy was. McFly. Daddy that's, McFly. That's McFly's what his name in. is now. McFly's like, in. <laughs> and says, hey, I'm here. You can cry on my shoulder. And she'll be like, okay. And then they have sex. And then bounce. Okay. Fire. So there's no guarantee that, like, she would have gotten knocked well, up. Because in my version, they have sex, and that's just the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool credits. Goes to black. So Everything are we explodes. talking about all of the Back to the Futures or I just think, the first? Because I have a different one from the third one. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. What if Doc uh, went back to like Cleopatra's time and he flew in on a sphinx? You know, instead of like a train? Oh. Oh. Well. Well. So how would that, that change so the like, Holy did Roman he Empire? Go back to the, but I mean, how would that change like the ending? Well, that so, would have changed the empire because that means that Cleopatra would not necessarily have wound up with Mark Anthony or Caesar. So it's possible Caesar would not have been stopped, and the Holy Roman Empire would not have fallen, and it would have been not been at Tributae. So we don't know where we would be politically. Well, I feel I like you're going way into like what if the entire movie was different and changed history? And I feel like Doc Brown would not be that irresponsible with time. I don't know. What another thing I would like to see have how it ended is in the initial like a pow- the power of love is playing and oh um, yeah yeah um, is that that Celine Dion song? No, no it's, it's a power a, of love. Uh, Huey oh, okay. Lewis the news. And don't need Calvin. That's his name. Calvin Klein, the, AKA Marty. Oh, is that what Mar- Marty McFly Because he had Calvin Klein underwear. Is? Oh, right. Uh, oh, right. Okay, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So Marty, I remember that. That's funny. As yeah. Marty's going over to the doc's house, and, like, an adult sees this teenager, like, going into the garage of this crazy old man and just, like, calls the cops, and the doc gets arrested because that's creepy. Indeed. And movie ends. But nobody ever goes in time. But nobody in the 80s would have done that because that was not frowned upon in the 80s. <laughs> because now we have helicopter parents well, smokes everywhere. Yeah. And also <laughs> just cocaine uh, homeless people. Now, see, There's just a single crack cocaine on the, gar- on the yeah, ground. The only circumstances <laughs> under which anyone would have wound up calling the cops was if Doc Brown was not using a DeLorean, but was in fact using a white kidnapper van. <gasps> I mean, I know people in oh today's world special. that drive a white kid- kidnapper van. I do so. like that, though, that the DeLorean is 
a that would have changed. Yeah. Well, oh, fun fact. That got dark. There was. <laughs> you we're going to get darker because apparently okay. there was some kidnapping that happened not that long ago, and it was in a white kidnapper van. And I read it, and I was like, "How did you not know white kidnapper van? You like, should immediately keep your child away from just them. All children, any children out so there, don't go near <laughs> white kidnapping vans. Don't go near white people. Just don't. Folks. Get, yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. PSA. They can't be trusted. PSA. White people. They can't be trusted. <laughs> Something random podcast. Something random podcast. <laughs> this has been a PSA. Um, Michael, do you is have that a... what it's brought to us by today? Our sponsor? Our sponsor today are uh, creepy white vans and the mistrust <laughs> and of creepy, white people. Creepy white mans. Creepy white mans. <laughs> Manses. 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 Manses and vanses. <clears throat> uh, Michael, how do you think um, it should not have ended? Um, well, I did not come prepared, but... I did watch Westworld this morning, and it makes me think of the ending of the third movie when they go to the Wild West, and it turns out that Doc Brown actually starts Westworld. Oh. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So he, like, starts Westworld, and he, you know, is just out there having his way in the West. Like you do. <laughs> like you do. With androids. All right. And things. Hey. I'm only on episode three, so I have no idea what happens. But, but you know, it's good to know. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out with me today. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the show. I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. I'm Michael C. Macbeth. <sighs> Joel. <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> uh, and as always, have yourself a wonderful week. So what are we going to go do after this? Are we going to go get some drinks? Because Mama's craving a martini. Uh, maybe some fat check. Well, you no, know that fat check. You know, some mint Oreo. Here's how to play Sip, Peel, Win at Duncan. Just sip, peel, win. I want a doormat. Look more closely. I want a dogmat? Put on your reading glasses. I want a donut. There you go. Enjoy a large or extra large coffee for your chance to win from millions of prizes like JetBlue travel certificates, Fandango movie tickets, or Fanatics gear. Just sip, peel, win at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. No purchase necessary. 13 plus ends 10, 15, 18 or while supplies last. For game, peace, and official rules, visit sippeelwin.com.